Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about exceptional savers. These are people that save 20, 30, up to 60%, maybe even more of their income. So Matt and I have both been in the exceptional saver camp. Matt saving, you know, 60% plus me saving up to 80% in some cases. This is a question uh, from listener Bond Lingsfield, uh, all the way from the Netherlands. Maybe not, but you sound Dutch, Bond. And so I want to answer your question. He said, hey, long time listener, first time writing in. When you and other blogs talk about saving 20, 30, up to 60% of your income, are you talking about after tax? I'm trying to find a balance between my 401k, Roth IRA, investments and saving while budgeting to maintain an enjoyable lifestyle. When people say they save 50% of their income, I get a little discouraged and lost. Does that mean that they're maxing out their 401k or where uh, is that money going to other places? Any suggestions for interpreting these boasts and exceptional savers? So what do you think, Matt? Is that 50%, 60% after or before taxes? You know, What does it look like for you? Yeah, for me, it's after taxes because um, I, I I think most people, they would describe it as after taxes too, um, which is can be a little bit of a misnomer because I think taxes are something that we can control. You know, if you're putting all your money into a 401k versus a Roth 401k, you know, your tax picture is going to look a little different and your savings might look a little different. Um, but, you know, theoretically, it's, it's just sort of, it makes it a little murky. But I think most people are talking about after taxes. Um, and that's why you get those such high numbers because, you know, if you're putting all that into a pre-tax accounts, you know, you're saving the tax revenue up front. And so theoretically, if it's a 50% savings rate, they might not be factoring in those extra taxes they're paying. Yeah, the right from our resident CPA. Uh, That's why we have them here, Matt at Distilled Dollar. Um, there's a lot of accounts you can put them in. I mean, I think um, I've always been a big fan of maxing out the 401k. That's what I've tried to do uh, for, for as long as possible. Um, but, you know, kind of there's many camps and you can max your 401k till you get your employer match and then max out a Roth IRA. That tends, you know, it's a pretty popular, uh, well-adjusted strategy. But the whole idea is try to max out your, uh, you know, tax-advantaged accounts, so your 401k, your Roth IRA first before you start putting money somewhere else. Yeah, and one point I'll just add is, um, you know, if you look back to that Roth IRA conversion ladder episode that we did a few weeks ago, but a lot of people who are saving that much money, they have an intention to retire early, and that's why they're saving so much money. Um, you know, if you look at the savings curve, you know, 10% to 15% will get you to retire, you know, maybe in 40 years. But if you're saving 70%, you can retire in 10 years. So that's why, you know, people are pushing up those huge high savings rates. They're trying to retire early. And if you go back to that conversion ladder, you're able to essentially gain the tax benefits up front. And if you're clever and smart in early retirement, you can basically pay no taxes on those IRA, the 401k, and all those tax advantage accounts. Yeah. And then after, you know, if you're one of the fortunate ones who you're able to max out your 401k, 18,500 and your Roth IRA, 5,500 and you're saving $24,000 plus 
per year. I want to give you a round of applause. Congratulations. Uh, and if you got that much money, you probably know what to do next. Uh, but if not, there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, you know, you can put that money uh, into real estate. Um, you know, you can invest. You know, I, I put a fair amount of money into some individual equities, you know, some tech stocks and some after-tax investment accounts. And then if you're a small business owner, this is one of the things a lot of people side hustle and they don't do this. If you do side hustle and you have a small business, you can open up an SEP IRA in addition to your Roth IRA, which is basically a simplified uh, you know, employer uh, retirement plan. And you can put up to 25% uh, of the the money that you're making side hustling into that uh, investment account. There's some tricky rules around what you can and can't deduct, so make sure you look at those. But you can sock away a lot more, and that's how a lot of small business owners, uh, you know, basically save so much for retirement. They get kind of the added benefit with an SEP IRA or a solo 401k, where they're able to pump and save a ton of extra money above those, uh, you know, eighteen thousand five hundred dollar limits. I think. For the solo 401k, it's like 50 grand uh, you can put in per year. So a lot of advantages if you want to side hustle and start a business. So hey, Bond, really appreciate whether you're in the Netherlands or wherever you are. Thanks for writing in and for your question. This is Exceptional Savers. Uh, you heard it here first. Hope you're having a good day and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.